This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge. My name is Jinu and with me I have my dear dear friend Adi. Hi Adi. Hi Jinu, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Booty and the Binge. So for those of you who are joining us for the very first time, this is a podcast where two queer folks from India talk about their lives and we also talk about one piece of queer content, a movie, a TV show, a docu-series, etc. etc. And at the end of the podcast, we are going to give you our verdict as to whether or not you should watch it. So stick around for that. Adi, the age-old question, how was your week? Oh my god, okay. And my answer is going to be a little different. This time my week was nice. Uh, it was chill for some reason. I, I really relaxed and I felt very relaxed and calm and peaceful. Um, you didn't have sex, right? I did not. <laughs> okay. I did not. Um, but what about your booty, Jinu? Tell us. Can I tell you something? So... I have talked about this guy before also on this podcast. Okay. okay. Uh, you don't know about this guy. I have to- talked to you at length about this guy. So we keep meeting, not just yeah. for hookups. We meet apart from sex also a lot. Okay. Yeah. And now Valentine's Day is approaching. Mm-hmm. Not that I expect anything, but I, I just started thinking. So this person is very very discreet like they are very much closeted so all right there is no scope like i am i am i wasting my time i kind of feel that way you know like I've, we are literally meeting almost every weekend now i am not going on any other dates i am not meeting mm-hmm. i am really tired of swiping left and right on tinder so i am not even putting effort into that so i have kind of like Without planning to do so, I have already stopped dating like other people, which is not from the intention of nay, nay, I want to get into a relationship with this guy. But at the same time, I do like this person. And I know they don't listen to this podcast, so I'm talking so freely about them. <laughs> but I do like this person, but there is no future scope. I know for a fact this guy is never going to come out, never going to... He doesn't even want to have a relationship with a guy as such. Like he thinks of me as a friend a friend with benefits i don't want to stay in that zone anymore but yeah, yeah. What, what do you think yeah. i should do so firstly um adele adele's lyrics just you know started floating in my head should i give up or should i just keep chasing pavements yeah and um honestly i think uh, us gay people i feel go through this a lot and i was thinking about it today that why you know, while some of us are so open and out there and expressive and some of them are so closeted. And my the first thought that came to my mind was that society has a very important role to play here. Absolutely. You know, uh, some people are very conscious about society's reaction, which majority times is not very positive. Yeah. And uh, 
society i mean their immediate friends and family nobody is going to be really appreciative of them you know coming out and being vocal about their sexuality uh, but at the, my second thought is that the price for society being such an asshole is paid by not just the person but also the partner who's in love with that person and yeah. uh, i am not in love with this person just clarifying like you are going on that track I, we, we are not in love we are not in love okay continue continue sorry yeah maybe it's not love but uh, there's a little bit of an affection a little bit of yes that that i do have yeah 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 you are right, right. just saying that the, the 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 being this the reciprocity you know or you you want that partner to reciprocate you know the kind of efforts yes. that you're putting yeah kind exactly of for that partner mm-hmm. i have learned one, one thing the hard way which is that okay you know people have their own paces and everyone's moving everyone's growing society including um but at the end of the day we also have to realize about what we deserve mm. and you know i think that you deserve complete whole feelings emotions you know being reciprocated and oh. 100% what you give out should come back to you and uh, my only advice would be that uh, if you feel that this is not what you know you were expecting chuck it chuck it in the bin but There then again i will have to go on the grind i will have to start like you know i hate dating apps it's so boring i But you are such a wise old queen. You are just like giving such great advice. So thank you so much for your words of wisdom. Well, I guess who is going to be single this fourteenth Feb? Both of us. <laughs> I am sure you will find a date. You know, every weekend. <laughs> last weekend, I I must share this with with our listeners. So Jinu was at my place last weekend, and we had an amazing session with wine and karaoke, and we were playing Miley Cyrus and Selena Gomez and whatnot. Um, and then in the end, Jinu is like, "Okay, fine, bye. I think I'll have a guy over tonight." And I'm like, "Yes, go, girl." <laughs> She is busy. She has her calendar chalked out. She got no time to waste. Yeah, but it's the same guy. It's been the same guy uh, literally multiple weekends now, and I feel like am I investing my time in something which has no returns? So that's where I'm at. It's kind of like the Dua Lipa song. Uh, I, am I falling in love with someone who can break my heart? So it's kind of like that. Again, I'm not falling in love, love as such. I mean, yeah. I know, but still, I feel like I'm invested emotionally. But then I, yeah. there is no scope. What do I do? I don't even want to break up because the sex is so good. Again, again, I'm going to shower you with my advice. Motherly advice. Yes. Yeah, being your mother. okay um i think that um you are firstly getting comfortable with somebody yeah. if not falling in love let's just say yeah. that it's comfort and uh, comfort is fine you know having familiar things around is absolutely fine especially when it comes to sex having safe sex having sex with people that you know having people around that you trust is the most important thing so i think keep it but at the same time keep looking out you know think of it as like a bank job which you are stuck in but at the same time you're looking for a multinational job which will give you everything that you want 
not that all multinational jobs give you everything that you want let's let's replace that word okay let's is that a dream job uh, that you are still looking for the dream job the one that you truly deserve yeah and uh, it will come to you only when you're looking that's that's you know one thing that i uh, Or, i believe yeah but yes. with me na when i'm not looking that's when i get things like i feel like when i'm really putting effort into something that doesn't happen and then i stop yeah. and it suddenly happens so what if i do that now what if i just stop doing everything and maybe that guy will just like appear for me i don't know my next boss maybe <laughs> oh my god yes you can you can do that honestly and you know like you said looking out is work and sometimes you just need break from work so you you look out for some time and then when when you feel that you're completely exhausted take a break it's absolutely fine and during those break times your a uh, regular guy comes in handy yeah absolutely i think this is yeah. the best way to go forward yeah, yes. yeah. love your yeah. advice thank you so much uh, you can uh, paytm me uh, <laughs> paypal me my uh, counseling fees and uh, it's it's going to be 100 dollars but your advice is priceless so i don't know i should be paying you for that but anyway which <laughs> That's how that that's how you save money. I'm going to take financial advice from you now. <laughs> After you've taken emotional advice from me. Yes. So talking about uh, all things emotional, uh, we are going to talk about a very emotional movie today. So when this movie came out, there was nothing like that in mainstream cinema, and that's yes. why this movie. was very close to our hearts and we have talked about this movie briefly in a lot of episodes actually we have been mentioning this movie so we were like why not dedicate an episode for it because it was definitely yeah. a pivotal point in bollywood uh, we are not saying this is the first queer movie of bollywood but at the same time it was the first mainstream mainstream uh, movie uh, maybe after dostana perhaps so aditi yeah. do you want to introduce our listeners to the movie so today we are talking about ek ladki ko dekha to aisa laga now that's a very long name and the movie is also a little long like most bollywood films um but uh, let's talk let's start talking about it let me tell you a little bit about the film uh, so uh, you know some love stories are not very simple and uh, you know this is one of that one of such love story um, the main character is sweety um, and right now she is kind of struggling with her over enthusiastic punjabi family and uh, the family really wants her to get married but you know she is trying to dodge that conversation um, the next character in the film is a a, a, a boy who is completely smitten by sweety and uh, his name is sahil and he's he's really fallen in love with sweety it's only later in the film that we realize that sweety has a secret to herself and uh, when she uh, reveals that secret it turns out to be something which might not be accepted by her family and the rest of the society and uh, the film basically is about resolve you know it, it's about resolving that uh, that issue which arises from the secret and um, the the resolution includes a lot of hilarious movements a lot of touching movements and uh, eventually a lot of life changing moments so that's that's the whole film in in a small gist uh, but uh, let's introduce our listeners to a lot more details with the help of our discussion so first of all i don't remember this movie uh, to the uh, 
like every second by second because i watched it long time back i do remember yeah. some parts of it so i'm going to base my opinions on that now from yeah. what i remember rajkumar rao likes this girl a lot and so he follows her to her hometown is that the, is that right yes yes they first meet in delhi and then he just he just decides to follow her literally back to her hometown yeah. that's so yes, creepy yeah. that is so creepy like are straight guys that desperate in bollywood yes maybe in real life i don't yeah, know yeah maybe haven't... in real life also i mean on grinder so many straight like so called straight guys are there now just because they want to have sex yeah, yeah. so yeah. maybe this was that case he was just desperate and that's why he just went back to that girl's hometown and then look yeah. what he got himself into pachtaya hoga bechara but yeah that was my first thought <laughs> okay all right very nice very nice first thought uh so yes you're right uh, rajkumar rao follows uh, sonam kapoor in a, at her hometown and um, he's really trying to chase her he's trying to write notes he's trying to get her attention and then um, people think so rajkumar rao is a is a muslim uh, character in the film and everyone thinks that sonam kapoor has a secret muslim boyfriend which is rajkumar rao and they are just not okay like uh, sonam kapoor's brother in the film and the dad and in fact the rest of the family is just not okay with her having a muslim boyfriend um so uh, you're a little bit of uh, back and forth there uh, but eventually rajkumar rao kind of tells sonam kapoor that you know i really like you and sonam kapoor at that point shares that why do you think that i should be liking you or i should be liking any other man in the first place uh for a change i like women work work i am snapping right now as you are saying this you guys can you can you guys can't see this but yeah yes honey and um, at that moment rajkumar rao's reaction is laughter and he's drunk also in in, the, in at this point in the film and he laughs so much that he passes out and then the next morning he wakes up with a lot of guilt and sonam kapoor decides to share everything about her how she realized about her sexuality during school time how she thought that she would be lonely and only recently you know she met met a girl who's in love with her and she's in love with that girl um and her plan is basically now to run away to london and uh, settle down there because you know it's it's a more accepting society so again snaps snaps of that snaps of that point um and uh, yeah then rajkumar rao says that no you know what um we will make the society change we will make your family agree so in in between sonam kapoor says that you know what i think we should get married at least everyone will stop pestering me to get married but you know that's when rajkumar rao picks up this mission to change everyone's opinion especially sonam kapoor's family and dad's opinion and uh, um at the end of the film we see that everyone is not homophobic anymore and they are uh, totally accepting sonam kapoor's uh, lesbian relationship and she does not have to go to london so she saves a lot She's of so money it's so sad there. no it's not like it's not about saving money she could have had a better life in london but yeah that's true that's true yes yeah so one of the things that i was thinking about while watching this movie and this movie i watched uh, much before i actually came out to my family uh yeah in fact this movie contributed to my decision to come out to my family oh okay yeah so we always base our judgment 
on that first reaction of our parents, right? The first shock that they are going to have and how they are going to react in that shock. Our entire judgment of whether or not we want to come out is based on only that one moment. But you have to understand, this is a completely new concept for them, perhaps. Perhaps they have never come across a queer person in real life. Perhaps they have never imagined their own kid being a, a, a homosexual person or a bisexual person or a trans person right yeah. so of yeah. course that first reaction is going to be a bit more harsh like we are yeah. not in a country like us where parents would just throw you a coming out party that's just not happening of course the first yeah. reaction is going to be shocking the only thing is you have to understand you need to give them time just yeah. like Sonam Kapoor's parents in not parents father because you know, she doesn't have a mother in the story but uh, yeah. just like Sonam Kapoor's father who came around when he realized his daughter was actually in pain his daughter was actually going through a lot of stuff because she was not being accepted by the society because she was not getting supported by her family because of yeah. all those things she was going through so much trauma when he realized that he came around he decided he wanted to learn about these things more. He decided he wanted yeah. to give his, give himself a chance to be a part of his daughter's life. And I yeah. feel, I'm very proud to say this about my parents at least. I mean, uh, kudos to them. They have been taking a lot of effort into understanding me. But of course, even their first reaction was really harsh. So yeah, yeah I think uh, I would definitely say uh, to anybody who is listening and maybe contemplating that decision of whether or not you want to come out, don't base it yeah. on the basis of just that one day that you are going to spend with your family when you are going to come out and that's going to be horrific. So it is going to be horrific. There is no doubt about that. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. But that one moment can't define your rest of the life. And that's what this movie taught me. And that's why I'm very thankful to this movie. Wow. Wow. That's great. And I I totally agree, you know, accepting like coming out is also a journey and has various, various stages. And the very first stage is uh, getting angry or being in a state of denial that, oh, you know, how dare you even think that you could be gay? You know, your dad is normal. The word normal that they use, I'm, I'm normal. So how can you be abnormal and in fact even in the film um, so very interestingly uh, so this film is very descriptive very very descriptive also because of the fact that a queer person has written so nothing is hush hush nothing is uh, you know unexplained everything is explained in detail including society's reaction so they have used the regular keywords that the society uses to kind of uh, insult queer people, which is that you are abnormal, uh, you know, being being gay is a disease or being lesbian is a disease. And uh, this is all Western culture and you're spoiling our Indian culture. So everything like the, 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 the so-called society that uh, this film is using as, you know, as a third character, Society uses all of these words in the film and they kind of counter them as well in a very strategic way. There are points where they establish that being gay is not a disease, that, uh, you know, Sonam Kapoor keeps thinking that she's abnormal and she keeps thinking that she keeps wishing that, uh, you know, she was born normal. And her partner comes and says that if you won't accept the fact that you are normal, how will the rest of the society 
accept that and uh, rupaul said that by the way rupaul has rupaul said it yeah. first yeah just saying <laughs> yes sorry sonam uh, rupaul said it first um and yeah even even in the end uh, anil kapoor just uh, you know sonam kapoor's father in the film he comes and says that uh, you know nothing is western or indian culture love is love and uh, you know love is part of each and every culture so yeah you, you were right um uh, and uh, very interestingly i've never seen a film as descriptive as this one uh, even while talking about sonam kapoor and her life you know i've i've seen most uh, gay films specially made in bollywood in india uh, they directly talk about characters adult life and uh, show that oh you know sexuality is only about sex and how yeah. they are just seeking sex so we've seen films like page 3 every mother bandarkar film has a gay character uh, or dostana for that instance we only see the adult life and we have no idea about you know when did they realize about their sexuality how was their school life like and we can see all of those details in this film uh, we can see uh, sonam kapoor's character's school life and her realization and the phase where she thought that she will be lonely forever and it, you know things will be very hopeless and then finally she gets hope and she finds a partner so i think each and every bit is is just laid out in very nice and descriptive manner so kudos to the screenwriter and um, you know finally having a very nice um uh, queer film in bollywood i agree and uh, like we said at the beginning this was one of the first film which actually attempted to bring queer topics to mainstream so uh, yeah. what you are saying makes a lot of sense that they made this movie so descriptive that for somebody for whom this topic is so alien for them also it will be easier to understand it was kind of explaining yeah. things properly to people the yeah. only thing yeah. i did not like was so uh, sonam kapoor's love interest did not get a lot yeah. of uh, screen time like she barely That's comes true. and goes in the end uh, uh, yeah. instead the movie still feels between rajkumar rao and sonam kapoor's character uh, the, the yeah the love interest is only there for a little bit uh, that was just yeah. one criticism i had but the other yeah. criticism that the movie was getting at that time and which is something we are seeing once again now uh, the uh, trailer of badhai do has come out is that yeah. using queer topics for humor uh that is hmm. something that's a discussion going on uh, i saw this post on uh, this handle uh, yes we exist where they questioned why is bollywood still using uh, queer topics for the sake of comedy i yeah. personally don't agree with that sentiment to be honest because that's comedy true. is the yeah comedy is the widest language i feel uh whatever message yeah. you want to give it's kind of like that mary poppins song you know uh, have you heard that song a spoonful of sugar makes uh, medicine go down it's kind of like that yeah, yeah. like okay be it uh, ek ladki ko dekha to be it uh, shubh mangal be it badhai do these are not the first yeah. queer films made in india there were queer films yeah. that were made in even the 1980s and 1990s or 1970s like all yeah. of those years there have been queer films in existence in india you yeah. don't know about them you don't hear about them because mm. those movies were not made for mass audiences when you are making mm. something for the mass audience you have to keep certain things in mind you have to make sure that somebody okay the moment i am going to touch 
the hardest topic if i do that right at the beginning half of my audience is lost right at that point if you quote yeah. sugar coat it in a form of the comedy and you say oh this is a family film which is supposed to be really fun to watch then more people are going to come in watch it and learn something from it on the way out that's what i feel mm. and we are not again in a country like us where there there has been already a lot of queer content and people are already yeah. exposed to all this media we don't yeah. have that so as many yeah. of these movies we are having it's actually good for us i feel i mean uh, people can have various opinions but in my opinion even topics okay like uh, keeping queer topics aside for some time things like uh, corruption for instance uh, is also you know the message around corruption and the reality of corruption and just asking citizens to be a lot more aware and vigilant uh, was also communicated you know via humor through a tv shows like office office right exactly um, through masabi lal's character and i think humor uh, we, you know we should not look at the medium or you know rather the, the the kind of format that we are using but the intent of the message and you know the kind of change that it wants to bring so for instance if i have seen most queer films very gloomy and sad and having uh, you know sad endings for a change you know we have humorous films and uh, most non queer you know straight cis het narratives have also been around comedy you know govinda films have kind of uh, you know ruled uh, bollywood for so long and they were humorous and they involved straight relationships and they stereotyped straight relationships you know just saying that men are always cheating and lusting over women and women are always crying so i think even that stereotyping and people laugh at those stereotypes as well of course so uh, that's my opinion like literally even badhai do badhai do is not the first film on uh, what do we call it marriage of convenience yeah literally uh, i think i have mentioned this in one of our episodes also there is this movie on hotstar called hum bhi akeli tum bhi akele which is oh. uh, which is about the same topic but it's a serious movie it ends in a very tragic way and nobody has watched that movie honestly like even in queer community now i i just mentioned the name of this movie had you even heard about this name never never exactly no. but you do, you do know about badhai do which is not even released yet yeah yeah that's the that's the yeah. thing that's the point even so okay i think bollywood has to play a very uh, important role here having big names like rajkumar rao and having you know the kind of brands which are behind the production houses which are behind such films uh talking about awareness of this film i remember that um when it was just about to come out uh we knew that sonam kapoor's character is going to be a lesbian this this film is about a lesbian character we knew that from the very beginning um we knew that it's going to be about father daughter relationship but still you know a lot of us went and watched it and now that i was trying to reflect back you know why what could be the uh, you know what could be the driving force behind uh, you know audience going and watching this film i feel that it is uh, just to check out the the you know how does a lesbian character live you know what are the kind of life changes how will this character actually come out to the to the father and it was just how how and not the what they knew the what they knew that it's about a lesbian character but how will this lesbian character actually survive and thrive mm-hmm. find love or not find love uh so i think that was the 
un you know un uh, unwrapping bit or, or the packaged bit inside which people wanted to check out yeah i think not everybody watches trailers and then goes and watches a movie right mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. people just are in the mall and they just think okay i'm just going to watch a movie they go they see yeah. what whatever movies are on display and they then they go and watch a movie in case yeah. of this particular movie if you remember all the visuals it was mm-hmm. just sonam kapoor rajkumar rao if you just look at that visual you're not going to yeah. know it's a lesbian movie i'm not yeah. going to call it a lesbian movie that sounds wrong but uh, it's a, a movie yeah. about uh, yeah movie about a, uh, about a lesbian relationship or lesbian lifestyle yeah. nobody was yeah. going to get that just from by looking at the poster uh, so rather yeah. in fact uh, again i think i have mentioned this in one of the episodes i when i was watching this movie in the theater i have seen people uh, coming in not knowing it was a queer film and then during the movie literally leaving the theater when the topic started coming up people were literally getting up and leaving i'm not even kidding i've seen that happening yeah. so uh, as simple as this movie sounds as uh, on the surface this movie sounds to some people it was still a lot for a lot of people so yeah, yeah. also i yeah, remember no. i was very annoyed while watching this movie because towards the end there are a lot of emotional scenes and i was getting actually really emotional and i was watching it with all of my college friends and all of them instead of watching at the screen they were looking at me they were like kya kar raha hai ye ye kya kya reaction dega abhijinu i am like dudes like let me live my yeah. life let me have my emotions yeah. let me feel my feelings what is this yeah you know like oh we are watching a queer film oh this person is queer let's observe how this queer person will react to this queer film exactly this uh, <laughs> head crowd um also i had one realization i was just thinking about the whole narrative of the film how it starts from so basically this film is about intolerance and you know converting that intolerance into tolerance right so it started with intolerance which we are tolerant towards so for instance what i'm trying to say is that intolerance which we are okay talking and hearing about so for instance interreligion marriage okay hindu hindu person marrying a muslim person or at least falling in love or things like you know a man going into a kitchen and cooking uh very intolerant but at least we can have conversations about these and then we eventually move to uh same sex relationships which again we are very intolerant about but we you know we we are so like averse to it that we don't even talk about it we, we don't even like hearing about it but in the end uh they they try to solve all of the intolerances we see that uh men can cook finally uh people can do whatever they want and definitely like the lesbians can fall in love with each other so i think that was a very nice a uh, way of storytelling in my opinion on the narrative of the film and i really appreciate the screenwriter for this again and i think that this film was uh the screenwriter's film more than uh the actor's film or you know any of the other uh people but uh, yeah i i really loved it for the way it's written nice so adi would you like to give this movie a booty or a binge so i would like to give this movie a binge but it is a one time watch so you just watch it once and then you're done it will stay in your memory for some time and even if it doesn't it's okay you're not missing on a lot what about you jino booty or binge 
I will also say it's a binge. It's not a bad movie by any angle, to be honest. It's yeah. not that great of a movie either, but it's a good yeah. movie. It's a good movie. You can watch it once, like you said. I also really love Juhi Chawla. It was such such a pleasant surprise to yeah. see her in this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed her character in this movie. It was really fun to watch. Juhi Chawla and Anil Kapoor together. Oh my God! It was it was like Bollywood's yeah. golden era, all uh, like back on screen again. So that was interesting yeah. to watch. Uh, so apart from the queer topic, also there is a lot more in the movie that you can. enjoy so okay. yeah from that yeah. point of view also this movie is a binge so with that we have come to an end of this episode uh we hope that you like listening to us and uh, let us know when do you actually listen to our episodes do you listen to them uh while doing something else or do you actually single handedly only listen to our podcast we would like to know um uh, and how would you communicate to us you can write to us our email id is booty and the binge at the rate gmail.com or you can just dm us on instagram we are there with the same name booty and the binge uh follow us and uh, you can listen to us on every podcasting platform now we are also available on jio saavn uh so make sure that you check out previous other episodes as well we've tried to cover about 15 films so far so that's a lot of queer content and a lot more coming ahead so stay tuned and we'll see you in the next episode goodbye